Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies buddies talking about cinema. Hey, Uh, Cinnabuds. I am 88.9's Justin Barney. And I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about Missing Link. Legend tells of a lost species, a link between man and beast. Meet Mr. Link. (laughs) You know, like, Missing Link. Ah! Wait, I don't get it. Missing Link is the new stop animation movie from Leica Studios. It stars Zach Galifianakis, Hugh Jackman, and Zoe Saldana. And it follows the story of Sir Lionel Frost, who is a explorer in the time of great explorers. And he wants to be part of the great great explorers club, kind of. And so he is off to find some of the mythical creatures of the world. Mm -hmm. And he goes to find missing link or to find the missing link between ape and man yeah. who is sasquatch in uh in america and then uh, adorable pursuits happen adorable pursuits happen <laughs> yes um yeah and then it's basically like a buddy kind of traveling yeah, comedy adventure adventure yeah funness it's i mean it's overall it is a children's movie yeah and it has done historically bad in the opening weekend. That's interesting, too. In the opening weekend, it grossed just $5.8 million, which is the lowest yet for a Leica film and the lowest ever for a movie that opened in more than 3,200 theaters. K-Poly, is it worthy of the historic flop? I don't think so, and I'm very surprised by it. I think maybe, I'm just guessing because there's a lot of competition right now. Yeah, there's a lot of animated films coming out, and maybe it's just spoiled for choice sort of a situation. But honestly, I have never been let down by Leica Studios, and I thought this was a delightful, funny movie that appeals to. I mean, it's like the classic Muppets humor, where it's like Mm -hmm. it's for kids, but there's plenty for adults in it. Yeah, I thought the same the same way. Just. The Leica Studios is doing stop animation, uh, and they are making movies in a way that nobody else is making movies. Right. And so just visually, yeah, I've, it was so detail-oriented, and the animation is so beautiful, and the colors are so rich, yeah. and the scenes are so intricate, that just from a visual standpoint, it is so worth seeing. They're always on board, on like on point with that stuff. The I and it, this cinema you don't think of cinematography much when you think of animation. Oh my God, yeah, but the choices of the like the shots that they use. And I say shots again. I don't know. The if shots. I mean, there I were some that were like from the top down. You know, where I was like, yeah. wow, this is a real art. They are. Choice. Yeah, exactly. They are more artful in their storytelling and in their visual layout of everything than any other animation studio out there today. I I always say Leica Studios. Their their films are for like cool little kids (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. little kids a little cooler than everybody else they probably like this rather than pixar disney yeah old hat that's for grandpas yes and (laughs) uh and i thought the missing link was great um hugh jackman is the lead character zach galifianakis plays susan who is the missing link and zach galifianakis gives it kind of this soft touch yeah and kind of 
goofiness mm-hmm. to the character that I felt like was super appropriate. Uh, Zoe Saldana's character, Adelina Fortnite, just kind of exists to... Yeah, they do that kind of typical thing where, like, oh, there has to be a romance aspect. and but it's, She's a strong character, yeah. but she's not in it enough. Right, she kind of is just there to propel the plot. I mean, I think that overall it's not, like, a, the most solid plot. You know, I, I, I read this thing where Disney and Pixar, they are like, you know, what are we, how are we, how is the story that we're telling different from a story that has been told before? Right. Or, like, what are we trying to do that hasn't been done with the plot? Which I, I don't think that this necessarily does that. But still, I thought that it was super fun, yeah. and uh, if I were a kid, I would want to watch this movie again and again. Yeah, again. I don't think it's worthy of being such a flop. I mean, I think it's great. I would say out of the Leica films, and there's only five, I think, Yeah, it's possibly not my favorite of the five, but that is still a very high bar for me. For sure. It's still better than most animated films I've seen in the last several years. For sure. So, Missing Link, in the theaters now, historically poor opening weekend. Neither of us thought it was worthy of that. No, I think you should if see it. If you have kids, I think you should see it. I saw it uh, with my friend. We are not kids. Right. And we both still enjoyed At it. Heart, <laughs> At heart, though. At heart. And so it's great. So redeem this movie in yeah. the box office. When we come back, we will be talking a little bit more about Leica Studios. We'll be talking about the animation, the story, and coming attractions. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture, fourth-generation family-owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffels offers leather and upholstery, dining and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. And we're back. Oh, boy. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Um, let's talk about the uh, the animation a little bit. Yeah. So uh, uh, this is done by Leica Studios, who we'll get to at the end. Leica Studio, co- it's owned by Phil Knight who is the CEO of Nike. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Well, I it's funny. I I have a That's strange. I have an app on my phone called Sneakers yeah. that is <laughs> that shows you the newest sneaker releases from I Nike. I thought it was about the 1990s film with uh River Phoenix. No. <laughs> and uh, okay. I was like and they are releasing a shoe for this movie called what? the Air Max Susan. No. Yeah, and I was like, why is this animated movie getting its own sneaker release? Now we have the answer. And then, and then I looked into it, I was like, oh, Phil Knight owns like a studio. I have a feeling Phil it's going to be the most obscure on. sneaker you can ever have. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but it's a good-looking sneaker. I'm going to look into it. Anyway, like a film has done Coraline, yep. Paranorman, Kubo and the Two Strings, mm-hmm. And box trolls. Box trolls. I forgot about box trolls. I was like, I know this yeah. one. I'm forgetting. And uh, um, and this movie, Missing Link. Their style of animation is stop animation. Some of the most enjoyable footage you yeah. can watch is the st- the full animation of the stop animation. So oh, if you yeah, see, yeah. like, did you watch some of that? <laughs> no. Where it is, oh my god, 
it is the animators doing it and they do it oh they do it all yeah. sped up yeah, yeah so it looks like the thing is moving but you see just like how you see all the guys running around yeah. and putting the things together and it is so painstaking it is so detailed and yeah. it must just take forever to do like one tiny 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 scene which yeah. really makes you appreciate it when you see the full thing i've seen it in previous the previous films where they'll those i think almost every other uh, every one of their films they'll show a little bit of the making of and yeah it's insane the amount of work that goes into it a lot more hands-on than digital I'm sure there is plenty of digital in there, but sure. it is substantially hands-on moving. And you can tell it's yeah. tactile. Yeah. You know, you can, you look at it and you're like, oh, that's a real thing that I'm looking at. Yeah. And stop motion has come such a long way from what you, claymation or whatever Ch you remember. Chicken run? Yeah. Well, one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Which is great. Um, so it almost it's almost imperceptible uh, if you're just kind of letting it wash over you. But you can definitely see the quality difference when you're watching the movie. You really can. Um, and I felt like this movie really used the time that it was in uh, to oh, its yeah, fullest yeah. extent. The time that this movie takes place in Sir Lionel Frost. It's kind of like is a an explorer in the time where like explores when the world was not fully explored. Yeah. And it's just like true romantic idea of exploration yeah. there are long handlebar mustaches and elephant guns yeah that's exactly what it is yeah. and they use all these scenes uh really well and the colors in each scene that they go to they're in like the pacific northwest mm -hmm. in the u.s and all of the colors are like greens and yeah. auburns and this like rust color and then they go to um and then they go to india and it's full of these like greens and reds and blues and they're in south america where they uh link up with adelina Fortnite, and yeah. it is it's like the whole the whole color palette is different and uh, the light is always amazing the light it. is always amazing yeah. they really use that i felt like to as best as they yeah. absolutely like could. we were saying it's one of the most artfully done kids movies like i feel pixar and disney obviously do a great job Mm -hmm. But I feel like they don't concentrate on the artistry of the film rather than like, let's, in, let's you know, entertain these kids and have some adult jokes. And they do a great job in the same way that like studios does. But I think they go a little bit extra with like the craft of the film. Mm -hmm. And it really is like that. I feel like that time in the world yeah. is like this romantic time right. when everyone was disconnected and all the places in the world kind of like lived distinctly. Uh, from each other and the they use that in the animation as like as best they there could. were almost you know? no cell phones <laughs> there were almost there were nothing far fewer cell phones then um as in terms of storyline i felt like this is where it it didn't come up to yeah like a disney or a pixar I mean, it's sort of the King Kong story. It's like they find this, they find this wonder, and they bring it into civilization. Except it's more the opposite, as opposed to like oh, I'm trying to exploit this find. It's like no, I'm going to help. Like from the start, well, not from the start, but pretty soon you meet the you meet the missing link, and you're like, no, I hear the story. Well, if King Kong could talk, maybe it would have gone differently. Yes, and the, uh, I mean that's a great turn. Suit is that um, is that the missing link. Uh, speaks English, yeah, and so it, I mean, it really propels the storyline along mm. and gives him a lot of personality, yeah, and then brings out the so missing link Susan mm -hmm. wants to be connected. He's the last of his kind and sees 
yetis and right. wants to be, you know, wants to be part of something right. larger than himself. And so Cause then because he's lonely. And so then the rest of the movie is like trying to connect him with the uh, with with the Yeti. Right. It's really interesting <clears throat> um, because it is that King Kong story, but sort of the opposite where he's trying to help him. You get the the hero learns his lesson kind of quickly. Yeah. So I guess that is a little different and it kind of I liked it. I mean, I was fine with it, uh, but I mean, I do do think it's like um, it's different, but not helpful for like conflict. Yeah, the conflict I feel like kind of goes away other than the actual villain of the piece, you know. Right. And then there it kind of played on like there's this inner conflict of that um Sir Lionel Frost was like a little bit self-centered, but I didn't think it was like he gets over it kind of quick. He gets over it kind of quick. He's not that bad. He's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's like yeah. I felt like um Zoe Saldana's character, Adelina Fortnite, like her whole purpose was to was to kind of like remind Sir Lionel Frost of like how right. terrible of a person he is. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, he's really being pretty selfless here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like the first scene is hilarious where he goes and looks for the Loch Ness monster and finds it. And in that he's like wildly overconfident. And so that's kind of the 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 top tier of that character is gonna get the whole time. Right. And then he kind of he loosens up a bit uh pretty quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, but interesting about Zoe Saldana's character, what's her name again? Her name is Adelina Fortnite. She's a great name. Great name. Um, so, again, we talked about earlier how her characters just sort of to move the plot along. They don't really get into her that much. Mm. You know, she had a relationship with the main character early on, and they talk about that. However, they do the end, um, not to give away too much, spoiler alert, uh, as they say, but <laughs> at the end, you kind of assume they're going to have a connection and get back together. And they do kind of resolve a lot of issues. But right at the end, when you think they're going to kiss, she puts her finger up and she goes, no, I think uh, you've done a great job. Good for you. But now it's my turn to go out and have adventures on my own. Mm -hmm. I did like that twist, which is a very modern, (laughs) obviously, feel that uh, you don't see in movies often where it's like, no, we don't need to have a romantic conclusion. I am am obviously a a person who has their own adventures to have, and I'm going to go do those, which I thought was a very pleasant, uh, pleasant ending for her character, even if it wasn't fully fleshed out the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. I've, I felt fine about that. I wasn't yeah. like pulling for it either way. Yeah. Um, okay. So like a little bit of flaws in the storyline, but not too nothing, bad. Nothing to, you should be concerned about. Honestly, yeah. It was so funny. The jokes were really funny. I laughed. I was by myself. I laughed out loud very hard at many points. Yeah. There's even a like, the uh, character of Susan takes everything really literally. That's very funny. Yeah, which which I which worked really well, and they didn't overplay it. Um, it was really. Funny. And the thing that makes it funny is it like that's a good shtick. Like, oh, I think take everything yeah. literally. There's gonna be a lot of miscommunications. However, the it's sold really well by Zach Galifianakis because his responses are so subtle. Like yeah, when he realizes, oh, I see what you're doing. Oh, ah, uh, and then he gets little. It's his responses are voice actor. very, very. May, they make that shtick funnier than it should be normal. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's even there's stuff there's fun there's references that you wouldn't expect, and then there's and then you go the other direction. Someone gets hit in the jewels, and that's always funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True. Lowbrow and highbrow humor. Yes. Um, but I really it did remind me. I mean, it had that good mix of that Muppets humor where it's like. Adults will get this one, but it'll be entertaining for kids. For sure. Well, let's pull back a little bit yeah. and talk about Leica Studio. Um, so Leica has done Coraline, Paranorman, Box Trolls, Box Trolls. Which is Box Trolls or Kubo Two Strings was first? Box Trolls was first, and then Kubo like, and the Kubo Two, Two Strings, Strings was the most recent. 
and Other than Missing Link. And then Missing Link. Mm-hmm. Um, K Polly. They have. Coraline was the highest grossing, made the most money, and them, yeah. it's been it's it's literally it's just been a line order descent yeah. since. Oh, really? Interesting. Uh-huh. Kubo and the Two Strings was was like the second worst grossing that they had. Yes, that is shocking because that is it one of the most stunning so movies. Yeah, I loved Kubo and the Two Strings. All right, I want you to rank them. Yeah, my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, that's challenging. I mean, I will say Coraline's my favorite, but I also had like a connection to that book too, and. Okay. And it's a creepy, it's, here's the thing I like about them real quick is because they do stuff in their movies that other ones won't. We talked about the artistry, but they also push it a little bit. Coraline's a creepy movie. It is very creepy. But I it's remember being unsettled. Like you should challenge, like obviously Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is one of my favorites. Mm. It is a creep, it has many creepy moments. Kids can handle it and will appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so Coraline's my favorite. I would say Kubo and the Two Strings. Mm-hmm. Tied with box trolls almost. Box trolls is really good. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings visually amazing and the story's great, but box trolls is a really charming and adorable and has like great mythology they make. So I'm gonna say tied for second. Okay. Then, oh man, I haven't seen Paranorman in a long time, but I'm gonna say maybe Missing Link and then Paranorman. Okay. I'm gonna say Kubo and Two Strings was my first. Yeah, the I just visually I loved. It is, the, it is I loved the, the scenery that it plays in. It's the and most its beautiful movie easily. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna say Kubo and Two Strings, then Box Trolls. Ooh. Then Missing Link. Oh my goodness, this is. And then the <laughs> Coraline. Yeah. And then uh, Paranorman. Paranorman. Paranorman is at the bottom of both our lists. However. Definitely see it. It's a, definitely again, see it. It's still great. Yeah, they're still, all still like great. It. It's yeah. just amongst the greats. Yeah, right. I think we're both really pulling for Leica Studios. If they stop making movies, I'll be really. It'll be a detriment to this genre. I think. I think so too. It's like the cool, scrappy one that, but it's making superior movies, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's like doing something that doesn't make sense, which is taking so long to make a movie and putting so much work into it mm-hmm. and literally get not getting hardly anything back. And if I were if I uh, were leaning towards a conspiracy theory, yes, I would say uh, Disney and Pixar are scared of Leica Studios. Okay. And they are planning that somehow I'm they're involved you. in the destruction. I'm with you. Even if it's through, you know, just competing marketing campaigns. Mm-hmm. But man, don't do not miss these films. Go s- see them in the theater and see the old ones, you know, wherever you can because they're solid. They're classics. And by the Air Max Susan, it's a great shoe. I'm going to be wearing it <laughs> next time you see me. <laughs> All right. This is Cinebuds this week. Um, Cinebuds was produced oh, by Tyro Miller. I what? didn't tell my anecdote. Oh, last thing. Last thing. My uh, When I left the theater, I will say, and this doesn't really help the argument, but uh, I was in the bathroom, and in the next stall, there was a man with his helping, you know, taking his son to the bathroom. And he was like, would you like it? Yeah, I didn't like it as much as the other ones either. But then they started listing all the characters they liked. So they said they didn't like it, both of them. But then they started talking about all the characters they liked. But I did immediately in the restroom over here some criticisms. <laughs> but Good. But they liked it. Yeah, I think ultimately they convinced themselves that they liked it. Just jump in on the conversation. Oh, guys. Yeah, excuse me. I couldn't help over here. (laughs) So Missing Link, we both liked it. You should go see it. Yeah. Uh, Save Like a Studios. Hashtag Save Like a Studios. Yeah. Um, This week, Cinebuds was produced by Tyrone Miller. Oh. 
Oh, hey. Oh, hello, Tyrone Miller back. Um, we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from Licensed Lab. Ooh. Our theme song is from walkie musician Brad Nooski. Das Nusk. We get also help from we get also help from um, Steinhoffel's Furniture and Associated <laughs> Bank. Thank you for being a member of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. Yes. I'm not going to say that you're not a member because if you aren't, you should become one. I mean, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. And also, that's it, I think. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Next week, we are talking about Avengers Endgame. Endgame.